Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. So I thought I would jump on here, do sort of half an hour of waffle um, and answer some questions. So with that, um, just tell you a little bit about myself. Thank you so much if you're tuning in. My name's Catherine. I run the Seaside podcast. I'm a meditation teacher and a breathwork facilitator. Um, I really am intrigued by people's journeys and people's connection with self and their daily practice um, and this doesn't have to look like a formal practice um, most of the time it's not most of the time people don't realize how connected to themselves they are when they reveal themselves <coughs> excuse me um, so Big cough there, just put myself on mute. Um, I haven't got a drink actually. How uncoordinated is that? Um, I thought I would just put that out there and I'd answer some of your questions. So, one of the questions was that's quite um, interesting. That I'm coughing um, and it's, <laughs> it's quite interesting from my point of view because it's quite relevant to one of the questions. So one of the questions was what have, what do I suffer with? What disease do I have? Um, I think the question, just going to look at my phone because it came in terms of an email. Okay, yeah, that's right. The question was, um, what, how does this impact you every day, what you suffer with? Um, so first of all, I need to sort of go into what I actually have. So what I actually have is called a cavernoma. And it's cavernoma awareness man. Da, da, da. So timing um all through june not only is it pride but it's cavernoma awareness month so a cavernoma is a malformation malformation of blood vessels that can happen anywhere in the brain and down the spine and some people have spinal cavernomas at like t5 t6 t12 And other people have cavernomas in their lobe and search in their brain, and some have them. Gosh, some have them on their brainstem. I've got multiple cavernomas on my brainstem, um, not actually connected to that part of the body, 
um, sonic collection of blood vessels opposite. Okay, so it's not actually something that's growing on. It can impact. Okay, so I have my biggest one is at a part of the brainstem called the pontine. And I have another one at the medulla. So <coughs> lots happen in the medulla. The one in the medulla is really tiny and is at the moment completely static. Um, we can't see anything that's being fed by. Um, it's like small, it's like the, probably the size of a freckle. I was seeing, I was walking in the sun yesterday when I went to Cardiff because I was seeing if I could see any freckles. Now you can just see all my lovely moles everywhere, very moly. Um, and so it's very small and if it was on the outside of your body as a freckle or a mole, it wouldn't cause any problem because it is in a part of the brain that is so compacted or brain stem, the lower brain that's so compacted, um, it affects a lot. So this is in a part of the brain that is often called dinosaur brain, reptilian brain, um, takes on your fight or flight and is a really essential part of your central nervous system. So in effect, I have a disease of the nervous system. Yeah, so that's how it impacts me. Impacts other people who have them on the left lobes, on the right lobes, completely different. Epilepsy is one of the main forms there. Um, with me, it affects coughing yeah so um i'm always being asked if i have a cold because i have cough I have a cough for a couple of reasons number one i get um more saliva gets made because the part of my body that controls salivation i.e the medulla um is just having to work hard um, to maintain something that we called that we refer to, we being everyone, refer to as homeostasis. So that's something your body's always striving for. Um, it's a bit like your, your midbrain, your, your midbrain line, because um, your brain's divided into two halves. Um, if that gets shifted, there's a midbrain shift, or if homeostasis isn't achieved, um, yeah, you're in pretty much big trouble, really. So um, my body has to work harder to do this. So <clears throat> it will keep my heart rate because Vitella controls heart rate and respiratory rate. So it will keep my respirate and my heart rate and my blood pressure in order rather than govern the amount of saliva. It will say... Do you know what? I've only got three pounds and I need to spend five. Yep. So um, we'll budget for the top stuff. In short, that's what it does. Um, 
And so you'll very often see me sweating. Um, it's just perspiration. It's not actual physical sweat. So it's really important for my brain injury to keep hydrated. Um, <clears throat> found my way to mindfulness, which really helps with blood pressure and helps give me some rest. So um, you don't want all the ins and outs. I am just trying to make you aware of the fact that there's this condition. Um, I'll tell you how it impacts me every day in a moment and get around to answering the question. But seeing as this Cavernoma Awareness Month, I thought I would tell you something about it as well. Um, so it affects the nervous system, um, how it impacts me every day. Um, the medulla, the start of the spinal canal is at the medulla. And I definitely have some mobility issues with my leg, with coordination. So at the pond time, I have another one, which is, which was quite bigger. And there's been shrunk down with radiation, which is nice. Um, and that one, impact it did impact on my cerebellum it impacted on my cerebellum for quite a while so when I had my first bleed in 2017 it did some damage to the cerebellum now when you say heal in this respect you're talking about healing um and remaking neurology, neuron, yeah? The neurons firing constantly in everyone's brain. You're talking about those pathways. You're talking about renewing those pathways, renewing those pathways and um, nerve repair. That can take a long time. And when you think that this part of the brain doesn't turn off, the same as the other parts of the brain and the midline, I'm not sure what it's called, I can never remember, the corpus collectrum, uh, something, um, you know, it has to sort of rob Peter to pay Paul. So how it will infect me on a day-to-day -day basis depends on the amount of rest I've got. That's why I'm a huge fan of Noganidra, because as we talked about in the last episode, there's a difference between sleep and rest, which I think a lot of people don't realize. Um, and certainly for practicing Nidra, I get rest. Yeah. Okay. So I did 45 minutes of Nidra this morning before I did anything else. Well, I had coffee first. Okay. I got up, got my child to school, did the ironing, made sure we were all okay in that respect, made sure she was all okay, didn't just shove her out the door. Um, She's far too headstrong <laughs> to shove out the door. Um, you know, I'm still a mum, okay? And that's still my primary job. Uh, my primary role, my primary gift, my crime, my primary love, um, well and truly, is the, the welfare of my daughter. Um, <clears throat> 
yeah so it can be a bit difficult in that respect um mobility depends if i had enough rest if i haven't had enough rest i need to rest it doesn't necessarily mean that i don't need any exercise um it's important that i take in the type of food but it's also important that um I had fun as well. I've got to live my life, yeah? And I want to live it now, yeah? There's not much point in me becoming a um, 400-meter expert because it's never going to happen um, with my bones and my nervous system. Um, those sort of things have to be reality. Um, so it impacts everything, yeah. Um, but it really depends how rested I am, what I've eaten, what I've drunk, what I'm doing, whether I'm on front of the computer. Um, so certain things that's taken away, ability to write, for example, with my this is my right hand. Um, I can't write anymore, so. I didn't set about teaching myself to write with my left hand. Um, I thought my body will do that because it will make all the other pathways. And sure enough, that's what happened. I left it about 12 months without picking up a pen. And um, I can write with my left hand side. It's more challenging because some of the programs are still going on. And I had another bleed in 2020, um, small, um, which is good. Um, so that sort of stalled things for a bit because you need to rest and recover. Yeah. So there you go. Um, so that's how it impacts me on a day-to-day basis, impacts everything. You know, and if I walk from the living room to the kitchen and bash my foot, bash my right foot, it's a real indication to me that actually it's today, um, maybe the dog got to get walked. Yeah, just little things like that. Um, let's we have to strategically plan for the week. Doesn't always work, but it's the best thing that I can do. Um, another question was. Are you ever going to do any breathwork workshops? Yes, I am going to do breathwork workshops. <laughs> breathwork workshops. Um, I have written one called Fuck the Patriarchy, um, which is particularly aimed at freeing ourselves from the expectation of societal norms. One of those is gender. Um, another one of those is recreation. Yeah, okay, so movement. Yeah, so there's quite a lot of movement involved in that one. And really, it's a day workshop. Um, so I need 
somebody else to come into partnership. So if you feel like you want to get involved in fucking patriarchy and yeah, just getting involved, um, then get in touch with me. <laughs> Send me a message um, because it, it's something I want to involve breathwork. I want to involve movement. Doesn't have to be in the form of dancing. This can be in the form of the king of movement. Um, so the press up or the squat. Let's just do something in that vein. It's that's just where passion is because it all stems from the nervous system. Um, and there's going to be some journaling in there as well and some writing and some expression. Um, writing and journaling is certainly something that I didn't know I would absolutely fall in love with. I did not realise that breath work would open my creative writing source. So I intend to publish at the end of the year on Amazon. If there is an independent publisher that's interested in contacting me so I can work with somebody local, which I would much rather do, drop me a DM um, because I have a work of poetry. Yeah. And I didn't realise that I would be a poet, <laughs> write poetry. Um, I had no idea uh, uh, that it would unleash this creativity in me at all. Um, but I think what it did is just allow me to, I was going to say, take a breath. And that's exactly what it allowed me to do. Allowed me to have the patience to take a breath. So I was very fortunate in that respect. Um, there, another question is, so that's, yes, I'm going to do breath work workshop. Um, I'm going to do a weekly breathwork class. Um, yes, I would like to. That is likely to be online. Okay. So it's not necessarily something that you'll find um, live, you know, in the flesh. I think it's much more accessible. It's much more accessible for the people I work with. Um, that we bring into their houses. So that's good. So that's three questions. Let me just have a look. If I keep looking off here, it's purely because I am finding some of your other questions. Are you going to get any more dogs? Um, yeah, I'm going to get some more dogs. I think we're not going to get. Um, we're not going to get any more for a while, um, and they have to be bigger dogs because I do fall over smaller dogs. So this reality of being a dog owner is that we're going to move to bigger dogs. So I want greyhounds and. 
as much as I'd love a puppy. Um, I'm not really sure my spatial coordination is up to a puppy. And I would like to do some traveling again when Megatron leaves, um, whether that be in two days or two years. Um, I want to just travel it again. I want to go and see my sister over in New York. I'd like to visit a few people stateside. Um, I'd like to take my daughter to some places in Europe. Um, and I don't want her to be the person that has to help me every step of the way. So we'd really like to go as a family. Um, so that would just wait for a little while with the pandemic, really. The timing has been great um, for that respect. It's allowed me to go through much recuperation and rest without really thinking about it. So I think there's one more question. And I am looking at that now. Wish I could learn to work my email properly. So there will be a slight interlude while I do that. What is the ultimate aim? The ultimate aim is to become, I was talking about this to somebody yesterday, is to literally hold people while they take their last breaths. Yeah. Um, so just to be able to provide that space for them. You know, over those weeks, as they go towards the end of their life, um, would be a great honour for me to hold them. Um, people that don't have anyone else want to be witnessed in a certain way, um, just completely in a non-prejudiced, non-judgmental way, you know, to help prepare them in that way, for them to help prepare themselves because they don't really do anything apart from um, breathe. Nobody heals anyone. One just heals oneself, you know? And um, it's not always emotional. For destiny to be witnessed a lot of the time, for it to be educated and for space in our own lives to be made and um, so I'm going to pop off now if you have some more questions with regard to the intricacies of cavernomas um, then of course you can look them up on google you can contact the cavernoma society Cavanoma Alliance UK, both of which are on Facebook.
Um, there's a Irish Cavanagh Ireland. Um, I think there's people that meet in Scotland. Um, if anyone else is in Wales and wants to reach out, then you can drop me a DM or contact one of the charities and um, they'll put you in touch with your clear local area. If you want this to be more worldwide and you want to look at how Cavanagh is treated worldwide, there is the Andromeda Alliance. Um, Connie Lee runs that and Dr. Howard is just fantastic. Um, been so informative and supportive during the pandemic with coronavirus and the various different vaccines. AstraZeneca, both of jabs, which I have had, um, you know, you need to be with no side effects. Uh, <laughs> um, you need to sort of, uh, that's great reference. Um, really great starting out. Um, yoga has helped. Seated yoga helps no end. Breathing and awareness, meditation, all these things are not a replace. They are a work with and a different focus of. Yeah. So this degree of personal responsibility as well. I don't, yeah, of course get angry um, at times, you know. Um, but I've got absolutely nothing to lose, and that is a blessing. Yep. To live life like that is a blessing. So that's how it is for me, and I'm extremely grateful for that. The gift that I have been gifted that I would not gift to anyone else, but I'm grateful I received. So speak to you all soon. Bye-bye.